0: Chapter 20 How to Stay Young in Spirit Forever Your subconscious mind never grows old. It is timeless, ageless, and endless. It is a part of the universal mind of God, which was never born, and it will never die. Fatigue or old age cannot be predicted on any spiritual quality or power. Patience, kindness, veracity, humility, goodwill, peace, harmony, and brotherly love are attributes and qualities which never grow old. If you continue to generate these qualities here on this plane of life, you will always remain young in spirit. I remember reading an article in one of our magazines some years ago which stated that a group of eminent medical men at the DeCoursey Clinic in Cincinnati, Ohio reported that years alone are not responsible for bringing about degenerative disorders. These same physicians stated that it is the fear of time, not time itself, that has a harmful aging effect on our minds and bodies, and that the neurotic fear of the effects of time may well be the cause of premature aging. During the many years of my public life, I have had occasion to study the biographies of the famous men and women who have continued their productive activities into the years well beyond the normal span of life. Some of them achieve their greatest in old age at the same time it has been my privilege to meet and to know countless individuals of no prominence who in their lesser sphere belong to those hardy mortals who have proved that old age of itself does not destroy the creative powers of the mind and body he had grown old in his thought life a few years ago i called on an old friend in london england he was over eighty years of age very ill and obviously was yielding to his advancing years Our conversation revealed his physical weakness, his sense of frustration and a general deterioration almost approaching lifelessness. His cry was that he was useless and that no one wanted him. With an expression of hopelessness, he bestrayed his false philosophy. We are born, grow up, become old, good for nothing, and that's the end. This mental attitude of futility and worthlessness was the chief reason for his sickness. He was looking forward only to senescence, and after that, nothing. Indeed, he had grown old in his thought life, and his subconscious mind brought about all the evidence of his habitual thinking. Age is the dawn of wisdom. Unfortunately, many people have the same attitude as this unhappy man. They are afraid of what they term old age, the end, and extinction, which really means that they are afraid of life. Yet life is endless. Age is not the flight of years, but the dawn of wisdom. Wisdom is an awareness of the tremendous spiritual powers in your subconscious mind and the knowledge of how to apply these powers to lead a full and happy life. Get it out of your head once and for all that 65, 75, or 85 years of age is synonymous with the end for you or anybody else. It can be the beginning of a glorious, fruitful, active, and most productive life pattern better than you have ever experienced. Believe this, expect it, and your subconscious will bring it to pass. Welcome the change. Old age is not a tragic occurrence. What we call the aging process is really change. It is to be welcomed joyfully and gladly as each phase of human life is a step forward on the path which has no end. Man has powers which transcend his bodily powers. He has senses which transcend his five physical senses. Scientists today are finding positive indisputable evidence that something conscious in man can leave his present body and travel thousands of miles to see, hear, touch, and speak to people even though his physical body never leaves the couch on which it reclines. Man's life is spiritual and eternal. He need never grow old, for life or God cannot grow old. The Bible says that God is life. Life is self-renewing, eternal, indestructible, and is the reality of all men. Evidence for Survival The evidence gathered by the Psychical Research Societies both in Great Britain and America is overwhelming. You may go into any large metropolitan library and get volumes on the proceedings of the Psychical Research Society based on findings of distinguished scientists on survival following so-called death. You will find a startling report on scientific experiments establishing the reality of life after death in the case for psychic survival by Hereward Carnington, director of the American Psychical Institute. Life is. A woman asked Thomas Edison, the electrical wizard, Mr. Edison, what is electricity? He replied, "Madam, electricity is, use it. Electricity is a name we give an invisible power which we do not fully comprehend. But we learn all we can about the principle of electricity and its uses. We use it in countless ways. The scientist cannot see an electron with his eyes, yet he accepts it as a scientific fact because it is the only valid conclusion which coincides with this other experimental evidence. We cannot see life, however, we know we are alive. Life is, and we are here to express it, in all its beauty and glory. Mind and spirit do not grow old. The man who thinks or believes that the earthly cycle of birth, adolescence, youth, maturity, and old age is all there is to life is indeed to be pitied. Such a man has no anchor, no hope, no vision, and to him life has no meaning. This type of belief brings frustration, stagnation, cynicism, and a sense of hopelessness resulting in neurosis and mental aberrations of all kinds. If you cannot play a fast game of tennis or swim as fast as your son, or if your body has slowed down or you walk with a slow step, remember life is always clothing itself anew. What men call death is but a journey to a new city in another dimension of life. I say to men and women in my lectures that they should accept what we call old age gracefully. Age has its own glory, beauty, and wisdom, which belong to it. Peace, love, joy, beauty, happiness, wisdom, goodwill, and understanding are qualities which never grow old or die. Ralph Waldo Emerson, poet and philosopher, said, We do not count a man's years until he has nothing else to count. Your character, the quality of your mind, your faith, and your convictions are not subject to decay. You are as young as you think you are. I gave public lectures in Caxton Hall, London, England every few years and following one of these lectures, a surgeon said to me, I am 84 years of age, I operate every morning, visit patients in the afternoons, and I write for medical and other scientific journals in the evening." His attitude was that he was as useful as he believed himself to be and that he was as young as his thoughts. He said to me, it's true what you said, man is as strong as he thinks he is and as valuable as he thinks he is. This surgeon had not surrendered to advancing years. He knows that he is immortal. His final comment to me was, if I should pass on tomorrow, I would be operating on people in the next dimension, not with a surgeon's scalpel. But with mental and spiritual surgery your gray hairs are an asset don't ever quit a job and say i am retired i am old i am finished that would be stagnation death and you would be finished some men are old at 30 while others are young at 80. the mind is the master weaver the architect the designer and the sculptor george bernard shaw was active at 90 and the artistic quality of his mind had not relaxed from active duty. I meet men and women who tell me that some employers almost slam the door in their faces when they say they are over 40. This attitude on the part of employers is to be considered cold, callous, evil, and completely void of compassion and understanding. The total emphasis seemed to be on youth. For example, you must be under 35 years of age to receive consideration. The reasoning behind this is certainly very shallow. If the employer would stop and think, he would realize that the man or woman was not selling his age or gray hair. Rather, he was willing to give of his talents, his experience, and his wisdom gathered through the years of experience in the marketplace of life. Age is an asset. Your age should be a distinct asset to any organization. BECAUSE OF YOUR PRACTICE AND APPLICATION THROUGH THE YEARS OF THE PRINCIPLES OF THE GOLDEN RULE AND THE LAW OF LOVE AND Goodwill, YOUR GRAY HAIR, IF YOU HAVE ANY, SHOULD STAND FOR GREATER WISDOM, SKILL AND UNDERSTANDING. YOUR EMOTIONAL AND SPIRITUAL MATURITY SHOULD BE A TREMENDOUS BLESSING TO ANY ORGANIZATION. A MAN SHOULD NOT BE ASKED TO RESIGN WHEN HE IS 65 YEARS OF AGE. That is the time of life when he could be most useful in handling personnel problems, making plans for the future, making decisions, and guiding others in the realm of creative ideas based on his experience and insight into the nature of the business. Be Your Age A motion picture writer in Hollywood told me that he had to write scripts, which would cater to the 12-year-old mind. This is a tragic state of affairs if the great masses of people are expected to become emotionally and spiritually mature. It means that the emphasis is placed on youth in spite of the fact that youth stands for inexperience, lack of discernment, and hasty judgment. I can keep up with the best of them. I am now thinking of a man sixty-five years of age who is trying frantically to keep young. He swims with young men every Sunday, goes on long hikes, plays tennis, and boasts about his prowess and physical powers, saying, Look, I can keep up with the best of them. He should remember the great truth. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he Proverbs 23, 7. Diets, exercises, and games of all kinds will not keep this man young. It is necessary for him to observe that he grows old or remains young in accordance with his processes of thinking. Your subconscious mind is conditioned by your thoughts. If your thoughts are constantly on the beautiful, the noble, and the good, you will remain young regardless of the chronological years. Fear of Old Age Job said, The thing which I greatly feared is come upon me. There are many people who fear old age and are uncertain about the future because they anticipate mental and physical deterioration as the years advance. What they think and feel comes to pass. You grow old when you lose interest in life, when you cease to dream, to hunger after new truths, and to search for new worlds to conquer. When your mind is open to new ideas, new interests, and when you raise the curtain and let in the sunshine and inspiration of new truths of life and the universe, you will be young and vital. You have much to give. If you are 65 or 95 years of age, realize you have much to give. You can help stabilize, advise, and direct the younger generation. You can give the benefit of your knowledge, your experience, and your wisdom. You can always look ahead, for at all times you are gazing into infinite life. You will find that you can never cease to unveil the glories and wonders of life. Try to learn something new every moment of the day and you will find your mind will always be young. 110 years old. Some years ago, while lecturing in Bombay, India, I was introduced to a man who said he was one hundred and ten years old. He had the most beautiful face I have ever seen. He seemed transfigured by the radiance of an inner light. There was a rare beauty in his eyes indicating he had grown old in years with gladness and with no indication that his mind had dimmed its lights. Retirement, A NEW VENTURE Be sure that your mind never retires. It must be like a parachute, which is no good unless it opens up. Be open and receptive to new ideas. I have seen men of 65 and 70 retire. They seemed to rot away and in a few months passed on. They obviously felt that life was at an end. Retirement can be a new venture, a new challenge, a new path, the beginning of the fulfillment of a long dream. It is inexpressibly depressing to hear a man say, What shall I do now that I am retired? He is saying, in effect, I am mentally and physically dead. My mind is bankrupt of ideas. All this is a false picture. The real truth is that you can accomplish more at 90 than you did at 60, because each day you are growing in wisdom and understanding of life and the universe through your new studies and interest. He graduated to a better job. An executive who lives near me was forced to retire a few months ago because he had reached the age of 65. He said to me, I look upon my retirement as promotion from kindergarten to the first grade. He philosophized in this manner. He said that when he left high school, he went up the ladder by going to college. He realized this was a step forward in his education and understanding of life in general. Likewise, he added, now he could do the things he had always wanted to do, and therefore his retirement was still another step forward on the ladder of life and wisdom. He came to the wise conclusion that he was no longer going to concentrate on making a living. Now he was going to give all his attention to living life. He is an amateur photographer, and he took additional courses on the subject. He took a trip around the world and took movies of famous places. He now lectures before various groups, lodges, and clubs, and is in popular demand. There are countless ways of taking an interest in something worthwhile outside yourself. Become enthusiastic over new creative ideas, make spiritual progress, and continue to learn and to grow. In this manner you remain young in heart, because you are hungering and thirsting after new truths, and your body will reflect your thinking at all times. You must be a producer and not a prisoner of society. The newspapers are taking cognizance of the fact that the voting population of the elderly in California elections is increasing by leaps and bounds. This means that their voices will be heard in the legislature of the state and also in the halls of Congress. I believe there will be enacted a federal law prohibiting employers from discrimination against men and women because of age. A man of sixty-five years may be younger mentally, physically, and psychologically than many men at thirty. It is stupid and ridiculous to tell a man he cannot be hired because he is over forty. It is like saying to him that he is ready for the scrap heap or the junk pile. What is a man of forty or over to do? Must he bury his talents and hide his light under a bushel? Men who are deprived and prevented from working because of age must be sustained by government treasuries at county, state, and federal levels. The many organizations who refuse to hire them and benefit from their wisdom and experience will be taxed to support them. This is a form of financial suicide. Man is here to enjoy the fruit of his labor, and he is here to be a producer and not a prisoner of society which compels him to idleness. Man's body slows down gradually as he advances through the years, but his conscious mind can be made much more active, alert, alive, and quickened by the inspiration from his subconscious mind. His mind, in reality, never grows old. Job said, Oh that I were as in months past, as in the days when God preserved me, when His candle shined upon my head, and when by His light I walked through darkness, as I was in the days of my youth when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. Job 29, verses 2-4. through Secret of Youth To recapture the days of your youth, feel the miraculous, healing, self-renewing power of your subconscious mind moving through your whole being. Know and feel that you are inspired, lifted up, rejuvenated, revitalized, and recharged spiritually. You can bubble over with enthusiasm and joy, as in the days of your youth for the simple reason that you can always mentally and emotionally recapture the joyous state. The candle which shines upon your head is divine intelligence and reveals to you everything you need to know. It enables you to affirm the presence of your good, regardless of appearances. You walk by the guidance of your subconscious mind because you know that the dawn appears and the shadows flee away. Get a vision. Instead of saying, I am old, say, I am wise in the way of the divine life. Don't let the corporation, newspapers, or statistics hold a picture before you of old age, declining years, decrepitude, senility, and uselessness. Reject it, for it is a lie. Refuse to be hypnotized by such propaganda. Affirm life, not death. Get a vision of yourself as happy, radiant, successful, serene, and powerful. Your mind does not grow old. Former President Herbert Hoover, now 88 years old, is very active and is performing monumental work. I interviewed him a few years ago in his suite at the Waldorf Astoria, New York City. I found him healthy, happy, vigorous, and full of life and enthusiasm. He was keeping several secretaries busy handling his correspondence, and was himself writing books of a political and historical nature. Like all great men, I found him affable, genial, amiable, loving, and most understanding. His mental acumen and sagacity gave me the thrill of a lifetime. He is a deeply religious man and is full of faith in God and in the triumph of the eternal truth of life. He was subjected to a barrage of criticism and condemnation in the years of the Great Depression, but he weathered the storm and did not grow old in hatred, resentment, ill will, and bitterness. On the contrary, He went into the silence of his soul, and communing with the divine presence within him, he found the peace which is the power at the heart of God. His mind active at ninety-nine. My father learned the French language at sixty-five years of age, and became an authority on it at seventy. He made a study of Gallic when he was over sixty, and became an acknowledged and famous teacher of the subject. He assisted my sister in a school of higher learning and continued to do so until he passed away at ninety-nine. His mind was as clear at ninety-nine as it was when he was twenty. Moreover, his handwriting and his reasoning powers had improved with age. Truly, you are as old as you think and feel. We need our senior citizens. Marcus Porcius Cato, the Roman patriot, learned Greek at eighty madame ernestine schumann hank the great german-american contralto reached the pinnacle of her musical success after she became a grandmother it is wonderful to behold the accomplishments of the oldsters general douglas macarthur harry s truman general dwight david eisenhower and the american financier bernard barack are interesting active and contributing their talents and wisdom to the world the Greek philosopher Socrates learned to play musical instruments when he was 80 years old. Michelangelo was painting his greatest canvases at 80. At 80, C. O. Simonides won the prize for poetry, Johann von Goethe finished post, and Leopold von Ranke commenced his History of the World, which he finished at 92. Alfred Tennyson wrote a magnificent poem, Crossing the Bar, at 83. Isaac Newton was hard at work close to 85. At 88, John Wesley was directing, preaching, and guiding Methodism. We have several men of 95 years who come to my lectures, and they tell me they are in better health now than they were at 20. Let us place our senior citizens in high places and give them every opportunity to bring forth the flowers of paradise. If you are retired, get interested in the laws of life and the wonders of your subconscious mind. Do something you have always wanted to do. Study new subjects and investigate new ideas. Pray as follows, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Psalm 42, 1 The fruits of old age. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's. He shall return to the days of his youth. Job 33:25. Old age really means the contemplation of the truths of God from the highest standpoint. Realize that you are on an endless journey a series of important steps in the ceaseless, tireless, endless ocean of life. Then, with the psalmist, you will say, They shall bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Psalm 92:14. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law." You are a son of infinite life, which knows no end, and you are a child of eternity.